How are we doing, everyone? And welcome back to another episode, a super special episode of the Big D Podcast on the Smoky Spectrum Sports Network. I am here for my weekly contribution. My name is Alex. If you don't know it by now, you must not be a fan of the show. Uh, It is very exciting times when it comes to the NFL right about now. It is the beginning of when it matters the most. We are here. We are ready for the playoffs. Uh, To introduce... uh, of course, sheer lovely, the one, the only, the AFC champion, biggest f- AFC South champion, biggest fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your Big D himself. How are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm doing pretty well, Alex. I can't wait for uh, a wild, not just wild card weekend, but super wild card weekend. Absolutely. It is. Uh, the playoffs are here, Dylan. It is time uh, for when you have to put uh, your money where your mouth is. And, uh, you know, a lot of teams was very, very exciting. Uh, week 18, a lot of really good action, a lot of very uh, exciting games, man. That that Lions Packers game. I know those Lions weren't playing for anything, but boy, did it look like they were because they, they I mean, to send Aaron Rodgers maybe out of Lambeau Field for the very last time as, as a Green Bay Packer. We will see. I mean, he told Jamison Williams that uh, he wouldn't give him his jersey. So, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard not to assume that that jersey might mean something special to him. But, uh, you know, a very exciting week 18 uh, week of games. And I am so excited for Super Bowl weekend. Or, uh, Super Bowl weekend, uh, Super Wild Card weekend. Too many supers. Your Dolphins could have put up a few more points against the Jets last week. You're not wrong about that, Dylan. But uh, we put up as many points as we needed to at the end of the day. So uh, it was a field goal fest down there in Miami, but it was enough. Uh, fortunately for us, Jason Sanders came in the clutch, and uh, we hit more field goals than they did. You know, uh, Buffalo and my or Buffalo, uh, Miami and the Jets were just. Uh, Paying some uh, some tribute to Demar Hamlin by only scoring three points at a time. So, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, your Jaguars uh, had a very nice statement win against the Tennessee Titans. I, I know you were nervous about it, but I was telling you, I, I had faith in your in your Jags, and you guys got it done. Hey, offense wins games, defense wins championships. Hey, there you go. I mean. It's it's a man, a mantra as old as time, and uh, there's definitely plenty of examples as um, obviously on Saturday night to prove that. But uh, Josh Dobbs, man, what was he thinking on that fourth down, throwing a five yard check down on fourth down with the game on the line, the playoffs on the line? What are you thinking, man? <laughs> but let's get into it. Uh, first topic of the day. First off, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but please make sure if you are uh, are watching or listening along to please give uh, Dylan and the show uh, support. Follow us on follow Dylan on Twitter. He's always uh, posting updates on when new episodes are coming out. Make sure you like and subscribe the vi- to the video and the channel on YouTube. Follow along on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you can watch vi- watch videos or listen to music. You can probably find the Big D Podcast. So definitely give Dylan uh, and the show your support make sure you follow along and uh you know dylan's pushing out that content but let's get into it uh first topic on the slate we are going to be talking about the mvp race we are finally through with the regular season playoffs um you know might have might have a part to play a little bit in the mvp as far as the voters go but you know it's the regular season where you're really making your statement i want to know dylan it's it's a simple question Who's your number one most valuable player in the NFL as of today? Uh, Joe Burrow. Said that with confidence. Why do you got Joe Burrow? 
because uh, the Bengals are coming into the, the playoffs with, what, a 10 game? Seemingly like the hottest team in the NFL. Like, I don't remember the last time the Bengals lost the game. Maybe that maybe that a uh, Monday night game against the Browns, but uh, Cincinnati's coming to playoffs red hot. I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow's not going to overwhelm you with stats like that guy in Kansas City who I'm sure you're going to mention in a minute, but uh, Joe Burrow is so efficient. And what I think with Burrow is, you know, people look at his first couple games where he struggled against Pittsburgh, and then he struggled the first half against Dallas, where he came off an appendectomy and didn't play at all in the preseason. So I don't really count that first game against him. I look at how Burrow and the Bengals have played in big moments. They beat Mahomes. They beat the Ravens in Week 18, which could have prevented a wacky tie-breaking situation. Second half against Tampa after a pitiful first half where the Bengals look like the Cincinnati Bengals rather than the Bungles. <laughs> but Joe Burrow and the Bengals don't get the love. You know this because you played the Bengals week four. Cincinnati has got the best what. Three wide receiver combo in the league with Jamal Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Bolt. They've also got a really good one-two running back combo with Joe Mixon, Samaj, and Piron, and maybe the league's most underappreciative defense. I mean, can you name anybody on the Bengals? Eli Apple? That's about all I got for you. (laughs) And uh, he's not really the guy you want to be naming on the Bengals' defense, I don't think. No. I, I concede your point. But a joke to me, I look at how Joe Burrow has outplayed Patrick Mahomes in the last three means, both means last year and the week 13 mean this year where Burrow outplayed Mahomes. And to me, Joe Burrow is the MVP and it's not even close. He should have won it last year, last year, but the voters gave it to Aaron Rodgers and we saw what happened in the playoffs. This year, Joe Burrow should win MVP, but we know who's going to win it. Yep, you do know who's going to win it, and that's a perfect segue for for you, Dylan, for me, Dylan. I really appreciate that. I definitely, you know, the, Joe Burrow is, has had a phenomenal season. He um, is definitely in the running and probably top two. Unfortunately for Joe Burrow, he is number two. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP, and uh, the main reason why I say that is for one of your main points um, that you just made for for Joe Burrow is you look at Joe Burrow, and as you said, he's got a top three, uh, uh, probably the number one, as you said, wide receiver wide receiver trio. Yes, trio, because we all know who the number one wide receiver duo is in the NFL. But um, we'll leave that unspoken. But uh, Joe Burrow does have the number one wide receiver trio in the league. He's got a phenomenal one-two punch at running back. As you mentioned, Joe Mixon is a great running back. Samaj P. Ryan proved to fantasy managers all around the country that he could be a number one running back in this in, in this league as well. Uh, as you said, underrated defense. Now we talk about Kansas City and you talk about Patrick Mahomes. What was the number one thing that people were saying about the Kansas City Chiefs going into this season? Tyreek Hill. They were talking about Tyreek Hill, about how big of a loss that was going to be for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes said, did you forget who I am? Patrick Mahomes says, I... Tyreek Hill did not make me. I made me. And he proved it this season. The Cincinnati Bengals, although the Cincinnati Bengals, the Kansas City Chiefs, although I will give it to you, 
have struggled against the Cincinnati Bengals, which is a very good uh, addition to your point. But, I mean, we were talking about the AFC West and about how ridiculous of a division this was going to be in uh, leading up to this season, about how good the Broncos were going to look, how good the Raiders were going to look, how good the Chargers were going to look, and we were worried about the Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is the epitome of a reason why you should never be worried about the Kansas City Chiefs. If, if that man, Patrick number 15, and Andy Reid are still in Kansas City, they are always going to be a threat. Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback of the best team in the AFC. And, you know, obviously, yes, he has Travis Kelsey, but that's really one guy. The, what he has done with Juju Smith-Schuster, what he has done with Jarek McKinnon this season, what he has done with Isaiah Pacheco this season, what he he's rejuvenated Juju, uh, I said Juju Smith-Schuster, Mar, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a good season. I mean, he's throwing to guys who were, who were let goes of other teams, other good teams, previous MVP teams from last season. So I have to give it to Patrick Mahomes, the way he plays the game. And you talk about the name of the award is most valuable player. You have to put emphasis on that value. You take Patrick Mahomes out of that Kansas City Chiefs offense. They are a, a, a 500 or below football team. You take Joe Burrow out of that Cincinnati Bengals team. They're not a good football team either. But the amount of weapons that they have in Cincinnati, it's got to be a benefit to Joe Burrow. He's playing with his number one receiver in college. I just think when you think value, when you're talking about the most valuable player in the league, the name, the, the face, the name, and the voice that pops up in my head and Kermit the Frog is Patrick Mahomes. By the way, get this. Let me see. I'm ready. Joe Burrow completed 68.3% of his passes this year. Mahomes completed 67.1% of his passes. Yeah. It, it, it's a 1A and a 1B conversation. There, I mean, it, it's you really can't go wrong. The only way you can go wrong is giving it to Aaron Rodgers again. Uh, the only way you can give it wrong, uh, uh, get it wrong is if you give it to – you know, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts had a heck of a year, but he's not quite to the level. Obviously, I mean, the rushing was a huge factor when it came to Jalen Hurts. He's winning. He's winning football games. He, he's in the conversation, but it's it's a one A and one B with Joe Burrow. There's nothing you can say about Joe Burrow that I'll disagree with. He's a phenomenal quarterback. He's a phenomenal. He's had a phenomenal season. He had a phenomenal season last year. I just think when you think value, it's it's Patrick, man. All right, Alex. So uh, both of all, for once, both of all teams are in the playoffs now. Um, unfortunately for your Dolphins, it looks like two is not going to play. So can Skylar Thompson lead the Dolphins on to one of the biggest playoff upsets in recent time against uh, the Bills on Sunday? I mean, you say canny, anything can happen. It's it's the playoffs in the National Football League. Anyone can be anyone in the regular season of the NFL. And then you talk about playoffs. I mean, it's going to be obviously an absolute mountain. I mean, you're going against the your, your familiar foe in Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it is – the answer is no, really, but – I mean, if Skylar Thompson can somehow pull out what he was doing in preseason because he was the number one statistically, the Skylar Thompson was the number one quarterback rate statistically in preseason this season, which, of course, it's preseason. You're playing against third and fourth strings. Most of those guys aren't even on a roster at this point in the season. But if he I mean, he showed poise, he showed what you <laughs> look for in, in a quarterback in the National Football League, let alone a seventh round draft pick in the National Football League. So I know the talent is there. Unfortunately, when it comes down to it, we're in the playoffs. You're going to be going against the Bills who have 
everything to play for with this with Demar Hamlin. They are going to be pumped up. They're disappointed about not making the Super Bowl last year. They are out for blood this year. It is as impossible of a matchup as as you can get. Fortunately, we've beaten the Buffaloes once this season. Obviously, that was with Tua, but Skyler's got his hands full. And unfortunately, I mean, I'm happy to be here. It's the first time in, what, 22 years that all three uh, Florida teams have, have been in the playoffs in the same season. So it's, it's definitely exciting for being, uh, you know, uh, Floridian football fans. But uh, Skyler's got his hands full. It's It's got to be all about. You know, Raheem and even Raheem Mostert had an amazing game last week. He breaks his thumb. I'm not sure. I know his his uh, his status is in doubt. Uh, I haven't actually seen an update on him today, which I have to double check for. But it's I mean, it's an uphill battle. It's it would be a miracle. It would be a bigger miracle than the Ryan Fitzpatrick face mask game. It would be a bigger miracle than the Miami miracle against the New England Patriots. It'd be a bigger miracle than Tua beating the Ravens earlier this season after four touchdown passes in the fourth quarter, six on the day. It, I mean, you add all three of those together and you might be at the level uh, if Skylar Thompson knocks off Josh Allen this weekend. But anything can happen. It's the playoffs, baby. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm I'm excited to be able to see Aquan Orange uh, uh, this weekend. I... And I hear it's going to be cold in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, it's January football in Buffalo. It better be cold or else I want my money back. <laughs> How about uh, let's switch it over. We'll stay in the state, but we can go a little north. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, not only are they playing a wild, a super wild card uh, weekend football game, but they're hosting a Super Bowl, a super, I keep saying Super Bowl, a super wild card weekend football game. You have the L.A. Chargers. You have Mr. Justin Herbert, Mr. Keenan Allen, Mr. Uh, uh, Austin Eckler. There's a lot of weapons on that Chargers offense, Dylan. How confident are you in your Jacksonville Jaguars at home in the playoffs against the Chargers? I'd rather be playing them in Duval County than Hollywood right now. I don't blame you. I mean, but to me, if there's one difference between the Chargers and the Jags, it's the guy who's coaching the Jags. And the guy who's coaching the other team, because we saw last week that Brandon Stanley played his guys until the third quarter for some unspl- for some inexplicable reason. And now look, Joey Bosa, Kenneth Murray, Mike Williams all banged up. Mike Williams didn't practice today. You take Mike Williams out of this game, the Jaguars have got a really good chance of winning. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I, I got to eat my words a little bit from last week because I said, I mean, obviously, Justin Justin Jefferson's doing OK. But what I mean, I, I've been saying for the last two weeks, you have to have that momentum going into the playoffs. You've got to play your guys if there's anything on the line. And, uh, you know, the uh, the L.A. Chargers, which is miraculous to me because they have been one of the most decimated teams when it comes to injuries over the last pretty much Justin Herbert's whole career. And even a little bit before that, I mean, it seems like every off season slash preseason, we're always hearing about LA chargers guys blowing out an ACL or something like that. So, you know, I, I definitely, um, I think I stand a little corrected when it comes to, um, you know, Injury concerns going into week 18, leading up into the playoffs, but it's going to be a good matchup. Even if Mike will, I mean, obviously if Mike Williams can't go, it's a huge plus for that Jacksonville, uh, for the, for Jacksonville's chances, 
but there's still a lot of weapons on that LA Chargers. I mean, you first off, you got you, you still got to look at Justin Herbert. You know what he's capable of. He still has Keenan Allen, who uh, obviously we know he didn't have for the majority of the first half of the season. And yeah. Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler is a is a home run waiting to happen. So the your your Jaguars have their hands full, but your defense has been stepping up. Trevor's been stepping up, and I think this is as good of a chance as you can get to get to uh, the second round of the playoffs. And plus, I think this is the best wild card matchup because you've got a great quarterback for the Chargers and a great quarterback for the Jaguars. It's not like it's not like the um, Dolphins Bills game where you've got a great quarterback in Josh Allen and an unproven rookie in Skyler Thompson. Right, of course. And, I mean, the jury's still out with Teddy Bridgewater. I know he wasn't looking as good as Mike McDaniel. Was hoping he would look but at, uh, at this point today. All signs are pointing towards Skylar Thompson. Who knows? We might even see a Mike Glennon appearance in the playoffs. I I, I mean, I <clears throat> I hope not, but you never know. Might as well get Dan Marino out of retirement, right? I mean, I'm wondering if we gave a call over to Ryan Fitzpatrick to see what, uh, what he had going on this weekend. But uh, apparently, apparently that uh, didn't come to fruition. Okay, so seemingly there's always at least one, if not multiple, wildcard teams capable of winning on Super Wildcard Weekend. So which road team do you think has got the best chance of winning? You know, it's crazy because we just I just spent the last five minutes hyping up the Jaguars against the Chargers this week. But you have to you have to look at these what at these Super Wildcard Weekend matchups and you look at the schedule and you have to pick the LA Chargers as the most potential team to uh to to win a playoff game away from their turf for all of the reasons why I was just saying before you still have Keenan Allen you still have Justin Herbert you still have Derwin James you still have uh Austin Eckler I mean if there's any other matchup I'm looking at it's the Cowboys against the Bucks but I don't trust Dak Prescott I don't trust Mike McCarthy I don't trust the Cowboys in general and you're looking at a playoff Tom Brady in the face. I think it's one of those two games. Um, and and unfortunately, uh, you know, I, I do have faith in the Jaguars this week. But if I had to pick uh, an away team making a, taking a victory this week, I, I think I'd have to lean, uh, put my money on the Chargers. I know, I know, I know, Dylan. I'm sorry. And I just spent so much time hyping up your Jags. But, you know, you. I mean, where, where, where are you going with this question? I'm uh, I'm going to the New York football Giants. Yeah. Because not only will the Giants play, but I believe the New York Giants will beat the Minnesota Vikings this weekend. First off, unlike the Chargers, Brian Dable basically didn't play anybody. So the Giants are coming off the fact of bye week. And if you think back to that week 16 game, New York played... Minnesota really well. It's a 27-24 game where Greg Joseph won a, like a 61-yard field goal at the end. But Daniel Jones played really well in that game, 30-42 for 334. But, yes, Justin Jefferson TJ Hawkson were magnificent in that game. But how many one-possession games did the Vikings play this year? Seemingly like every, every other Viking game was a one-score game. Yeah, I mean, you're Minnesota not, won all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, but 
But again, Minnesota won all of them. And it's a fantastic point. I mean, I see why people would, I mean, I, I, I see the argument for the Giants over the Vikings. The, the only thing is it's, and the reason why I didn't even mention it is because the Vikings are so unpredictable. I mean, you know, we've seen the Vikings be at their absolute best when you think back to that Bills overtime game. But you've seen the Vikings be at their absolute worst when they're giving up 40 points and only scoring three against the Dallas Cowboys. It's it, they've They've been a weird team to watch this year. But as you just mentioned, those one possession games, they've seen so many of them. You know every team this weekend is going to be putting everything on the line. And it's if it's a close game, how could you not – put your money on Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, I mean Kirk Cousins. It's it's they have had clutch in their DNA this entire season. The only thing you're asking for when it comes to the playoffs is that is is clutch. And and I've seen it from the Vikings. I see the argument for the for the Giants, but I think it's going to be a good close game and we and, and as we've seen all season, the Vi- the Vikings love winning those close games. So you know, I, I like I, I see the argument, but I, I think I see Minnesota pulling that one out. I'm a, I'm on, unfortunately for you a lot more confident in the uh, in the LA Chargers over the Jags uh, than I think I am with the with the Giants over the Vikings. And plus, we've also seen Kirk Cousins struggle in big time moments. We have. You're right, and and it's it's something to to think about as well. But I feel like typically when those big time moments come. It's not necessarily super wild card weekend. It's it's getting to the NFC Championship game, and that's when you see him struggling. I mean, the Vikings have had relative playoff success. It's not like they, they're a one and done every time they get to the playoffs. It's just, unfortunately, when it gets a little bit deeper and a little bit more serious, that seems to be when, um, you know, that clutch that clutchness kind of runs out. But we'll see. Uh, let's move on. Um it's a fun time of the year. I don't think uh, some of these quarterbacks that we have playing this weekend are necessarily uh, guys that people would have on their playoff quarterback bingo cards at the beginning of the season. The likes of Brock Purdy, the likes of Geno Smith, the likes of Trevor Lawrence, the likes of Skylar Thompson. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that that Caleb Huntley for, for Baltimore uh, potentially doesn't seem like Lamar Jackson's feeling better anytime soon. A lot of quarterbacks this weekend uh, that I don't think we expected to see. And I want to know, and we and, and Dylan and I are both going to share our playoff quarterback rankings for this weekend. So uh, how do you want to do it, Dylan? Do you want to go back to front? Do you, do you want to give one, me give one, or do you want to give your whole list and then I go after? I'm, I'm going to go 14 to 1. Or, okay. Uh, unfortunately for you, I've got Scott Thompson 14. I think we know why. Yeah. Uh, assuming he can go because we don't even know whether he can go, but Tyler Huntley at 13. Uh, Geno Smith, despite Geno Smith having a really good year, I've got him at 12. Okay. Uh, I may surprise you with my next guy on the list, but I've got Dak Prescott at 11. I mean, Dak has not been great this year. It's way too many interceptions, way too many mistakes. And think back to what happened last year in the playoffs with uh, the with sliding with, what, 13 seconds left? Didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I've got Daniel Jones. I mean, right. I mean, how Daniel Jones, how... 
How the Giants won the playoffs for Daniel Jones is a miracle. That's why Brian Dable will be coach of the year. I think we can I think we can both agree with that, but Absolutely. Especially with a can you name one giant receiver? Uh I sure can't. I mean I could, but it's it's not even worth mentioning to be honest. Richie James. Richie Jr. James. Yeah, that's that's where I was going, but your point is proven. And my next guy, he's probably a little higher than all, than anybody else would, but Brock Purdy. I mean, yeah. Brock Purdy's not going to put up stats, but with that, but basically with the 49ers, Brock Purdy, it's a 16-year-old driving the McLaren, and yeah. his job is to not wreck the Colt. Well, guess what he's not done since taking home for Jimmy Garoppolo? Hasn't wrecked the car. And then next on the list, uh, let's see. Uh, he's only won seven Super Bowls, but he's number eight on my list. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, and based on this year, Tom, and I cannot put Brady higher than eighth. Wow. Yeah, Tom Brady threw for what? Eight, set a new completion record this year, but this is not the same buck offense we've seen. No explosiveness, no sexiness, no nothing, no juice. Yeah. And then seven, um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. To me, I think Cousins has been efficient. He's won, he's won every close game this year, and we've seen few mistakes for Cousins. The question is, Will we see that continue? Will he be Kirk Cousins that uh, Cousins like we're used to seeing? Right. Uh, number six, uh, Jalen Hurts. He would have been higher if not for a little shaky, a little rusty, maybe not a hundred percent last week. But Jalen Hurts been magnificent, and he's a huge reason why the Eagles got the one seed in the NFC. I'm noticing something, Dylan. Yeah, number five. Trevor Lawrence. There he is. Might be a little higher on on your list than than some other people's, but it's uh, he's he's been playing, he's been balling out lately. I mean, since what week nine? I'm not sure if there's been a better quarterback in football, and that even includes that Mahomes guy. Yeah. Uh, four is Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He could throw the ball through a tire. <laughs> Is there a, is there a guy with a strong arm in professional football that ain't than Herbert? Maybe Josh Allen. Maybe. Oh, speaking of Allen, he's next on my list. <laughs> Let's see. 6'5", 240, 4640. He can he can throw it. He can throw it through Buffalo's wind. It can be snow, wind, hail, rain, ice, snow. He do anything. Oh yeah, he can hurt. He can hurt a defender too. And number two, uh, Mahomes. Uh, we know what Mahomes is capable of doing. And uh, number one, Joe Burrow. He's my MVP and my number one quarterback in the Spunky Power Rankings. <laughs> Book so, it quickly. Uh, all right. Uh, so starting at the back of my list, um, I wish I could change it. I wish I could go a different direction. I, I, I thought about putting Huntley at the bottom, but um, Skylar Thompson, it's we haven't seen enough. Um, the, the moments he's gotten in in the regular season, it's he hasn't really proven really that he's capable of, of 
winning a football game minus a field goal fest. Um, unfortunately, I wish he did look okay against the Jets. I mean, he didn't really make any mistakes. Um, he didn't throw the game away. But, um, you know, I got to put Skyro at the end. Uh, right, right ahead of him, uh, obviously, Huntley, I think it pretty much is it speaks for itself. He's not the guy you want leading your team in the playoffs. He's been okay for the Ravens, but nothing special. Uh, coming up next, I do – see, this is where we're going to differ a little bit. I'm going to go – it's tough. I'm going to go Daniel Jones, and it's nothing against Daniel Jones. It, he's had a great year, but, I again, like you said, I think a lot of that is really uh, on Brian Dable. He doesn't have any receivers, which is a great uh, – it's, it's honestly a great shout to him, but I just don't think that he has – what it takes to be closer to the top of this list. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to go with Geno Smith. Um, again, had a good year, but not someone anyone thought was going to be in the playoffs at the beginning of this season. He's gotten the Seahawks there by the skin of their teeth. And uh, he's got, he's had a good year, maybe comeback player of the year, but uh, unfortunately no higher on my list. Coming up next, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy. Um, very impressive in what we've seen from him, but he is still a rookie. I think when it comes to playoffs, I'm, I want someone a little bit more experienced. I want someone with a little bit more of a resume. And I don't think Brock Purdy, I don't think I can comfortably put Brock Purdy above the next player on my list, who is Dak Prescott. Dak is either high or low. You're going to love him or you're going to hate him. Um, you know, losing Amari Cooper, he's he's obviously had the emergence of C.D. Lamb, which is nice, but he isn't consistent and clutch enough to be closer to the top of my list. Coming up next is where we really start to differ. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. Um, Shut up. Fantastic, fantastic season from him. He is growing every week. We, we are seeing the improvement week after week. However, again, still young, still makes some mistakes. And if I'm picking a, a, a recess draft. I'm not taking Trevor Lawrence over either of the next two guys on my list. Unfortunately, I don't care what you say or who you are. The next name on my list is Kirk Cousins. Obviously, he's got a top two wide receiver in the National Football League on his team, which is definitely help him out. But he is ha he has had a very good year. He's led the Vikings to a 13 and 4 record. Kirk Cousins doesn't get the respect he deserves and I'm giving him a little bit more respect than you are today. Next on the list is Tom Brady. Higher than you for sure. He's Tom Brady and it's the playoffs. That's all I have to say about it. I know he hasn't looked great. I know the Bucks haven't looked great. I mean, he's Tom Brady and it's the playoffs. Putting him any lower is unfortunately, I I hate to say it, but but disrespect. Coming up next, this is where it starts to get tough for me. I'm between two guys here, and I keep going back and forth. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. Um, Justin Herbert's had a great year. We're obviously in the top five. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, you can really rank a lot of these guys in a lot of different positions, but I've seen too many games where Justin Herbert's thrown an interception on a, on a game-winning drive. I am worried about that when it comes to playoffs, when it comes, especially with a good Jaguars defense. I'm putting Justin Herbert fifth on my list. Coming up at number four is Jalen Hurts. He has had a fantastic season. He's locked up the one seed for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
He has had an MVP shout of a season. Unfortunately, two of the guys who have not yet been mentioned are just a little bit better than him, but he's had a fantastic year. Fourth place on this list is not a bad place to be. Number three, uh, Josh Allen. A um, little bit of a, of a degress, as we've seen uh, from the past from Josh Allen. He hasn't been perfect this year. Uh, obviously, he runs the ball. He's he's so mobile. He's so, he's got such a good arm. But we have seen some mistakes from Josh Allen. He hasn't he hasn't been as scary of a threat as we've seen from him in the past. Still, top three quarterback in the playoffs right now. Top three quarterback in the league. You're happy with you're you're happy with Josh Allen. Number two, of course, Joe Burrow. Number one B candidate for MVP this season. We've talked about this the entire show but I'm not putting Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes. We've seen what he can do in the playoffs. We've seen what he can do in Super Bowls. Um, and he's the best quarterback in the NFL. And that's my list. Trevor Lawrence said eight. You know, I, I know. I know you I know you weren't gonna be a fan of that, but when it comes to playoffs, I want experience, mm-hmm. I want veterans, I want people who have been there and done that before. I'm not necessarily saying he's the eighth best quarterback in the playoffs. I'm saying if I'm taking, if I'm drafting a team right now and I'm picking a quarterback who I want starting for me in the playoffs, I don't know if I take Trevor Lawrence over Kirk Cousins or Tom Brady, no matter what we've seen this season. Yes, Trevor Lawrence has been better than Tom Brady this season, but if I'm picking a roster for the playoffs, I don't think I can take him over Brady. All right. Ultimately, who do you think makes the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona? The NFC's tough, Dylan. It's been I've been going back and forth the entire week. Um, I think I am going to, however, lock in the San Francisco 49ers as representing the National Football Conference in this season in this year's Super Bowl. I think Brock Purdy has played good enough football he's got the weapons and he's got the best defense or if not the best one of the best defenses in the national football league we talk about it offense wins games defense wins championships the 49ers are as rounded as a team as you can get and matching up with them in the afc it's a tough afc this year it's tough to call i'm gonna go with the buffalo bills i know i know i know i just for whatever reason, they were my preseason pick. And I think Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, with everything that they have gone through over the last couple weeks, I don't see them losing another game until potentially the Super Bowl. Are we doing Super Bowl picks or are we just picking who's going? Who's going? All right. I I just – I it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. The Bills are fighting for more than anyone else in the National Football League right now. And and the the fact that they've been so close over the last couple of seasons and haven't done it, I know it's not the best team, those team we've seen in recent years, but I just think with, with everything going on in Buffalo right now, they're going to come together, play as a team, and that's what you have to do in the playoffs. Well, Alex, I'm going, I'm going to a famous Super Bowl that was played in Miami. <laughs> but uh, you're right on the NFC because San Francisco 49ers are going to win the NFC. Let's see. How many rookie quarterbacks have led their team to the Super Bowl? None. But they haven't had this good of a team. McCaffrey, Kittle, Samuel, Ayu, and probably the best defense in football. Check. And in the AFC this year, the Bills were my pick before the year started. 
But I believe we're going to have a repeat champ in the AFC this year. I believe the Cincinnati Bengals will win the AFC and and reimagine and rewrite the Super Bowl jinx. <laughs> I mean, we're talking Super Bowl jinxes. The Bills have the the Bills have quite a big Super Bowl jinx to get over themselves. Well, yeah, over four, but mm, no Joe Burr and the, that three wide receiver set, I think they can beat the Bills and then the Bengals meet the Chiefs. I don't think Cincinnati's losing them, period. Yeah. You know, I'm glad we have differences of opinions there. At least in the AFC, it's going to be a great playoff run. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to talk about it next week with you, Dylan. Uh, everyone, thank you for uh, tuning in. If you've listened this far, I hope you did. We had some really good content today. But make sure you uh, like and follow. Follow Dylan on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all of the above. Any last words, Dylan? Go Jags! <laughs>